the Gulfstream Christmas Eve Pick 5 edition of the Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Sign up at GameTime.co and use promo code CFBX for $20 off. GameTime.co, promo code CFBX. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And folks, as always, it's all good, baby, baby. It was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. I got my Cuban links on. Yes, Cuban B. And I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oakland. I got ice all over my body looking like a snowman. Big rocks in the grill, dancing like a slow jam. My chain's so heavy, I'm walking like an old man. Try me, you. Guys, my transition to uh, becoming uh, fully self-actualized as a Paul Wall is really almost complete. Like, like I just need... To, to be like the budget Paul Wall that I've always uh, been inside, I just need like a budget grill now. Uh, which, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I'm not sure if I can make myself take that step. Uh, I did recently take a fun step though, which was uh, I invited this person to join me on my show, uh, ladies and gentlemen. You might know her as the the Fox of Keeneland uh, on Twitter, uh, or you might know her as Carson Blevins little freelance track photography action ladies and gentlemen welcome to the show for for her first time making her debut carson what's up carson hello long time listener first time caller thanks for having me yeah yeah please don't hang up and listen yet like i'm <laughs> gonna rely on you for for a lot of yeah uh so first i guess uh i i need to say not only to you but to everyone out there uh merry christmas uh, we got, we got the holiday coming up and Christmas is always such a weird day for, uh, horse players because name any other day where no one else, where no horses are running. Like it, it's, I get very anxious. I don't know what to do with my hands or where to put my eyes. It seems like how it, it's, it feels like a sci-fi movie. What do you, what do you think of the day without racing? So I grew up going to Florida for winter, um, which was a terrible thing growing up. Um, but we know we suffered as it were in the olden days. Um, and we would always wait for the track to open. And if it were not on, uh, you know, Christmas falls on a weird day of the week, you know, Gulfstream only runs towards the end of the week, we would miss racing. But, um, later years, like high school and stuff, I started fox hunting and fox hunting is like, Christmas Day is the Christmas Eve because Boxing Day in the Euro countries in Canada is the big day for fox hunt meets. So you'll get prepared okay. for fox hunting. And no, they're not live foxes. We did the, the drag scent hunt, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Very friendly. Um, the hounds, as it were, and the horses were all very happy. Um, so it was a big fun day. Um, basically, our Christmas Day was getting ready for fox hunting after a while. That sounds awesome. I you're the first person I've ever spoken to who who uh, has done the fox hunting, and uh, I will say uh, we were planning on talking about the the Gulfstream Christmas Eve late pick five. Apparently, uh, Audible. We're going to be talking about fox hunting now. Apparently, for the the rest of the time. Um, 
That's awesome. So that that makes me assume that uh, you, like I, know your way around a beagle. I do, yes. I have beagles and then, I don't know, it's hounds. I don't even know the the registered name for them. We just call them hounds. But they do look like very tall beagles. And they They're make the, great noises. Be, uh, hounds are the Ric Flairs of the dog world. They're just always out there. Woo! Woo! Yeah, just getting after it. Uh, yeah, see, I... So, yeah, it fits, yeah. I have a I have a beagle who is uh, I think believe she comes from from squirrel hunters, but she's worthless. She's nothing of value uh, other than snuggle me and provide me love and support. Uh, but it's funny to watch her in the yard because like she'll like see a bee, she'll see like a squirrel or something, and then she'll run up to the tree and then she'll put like stand up on back on her back legs, put one paw on the tree, and then kind of look at me and be like, "I don't know why I feel like I'm supposed to be doing this." Why something tells me (laughs) so like all right so describe you know because i don't know much about the fox hunting so you say you're not hunting actual foxes but you're you wouldn't tell me like how this works like what's the competition like is it is it like capture the flag is it like the first team to get to with their their dogs and horses to get to to a certain point how's this work i don't know that it was really um You had teams, per se. Um, so with fox hunts, of course, you have the hounds. They're chasing a scent that's been dragged through the, the woods or the property of where you are. Um, and it could be, we did this in South Carolina. So we would be in Camden or uh, Brains Island, Johns Island, lots of different areas. Um, obviously, a heavily wooded area, but not uh, treacherous. You're not running through tree limbs and stuff. Um, and... You're just going really fast and jumping over jumps and drinking. So um, I don't know. Yes. Point, everybody's on the same team then, right? Right. I uh, this also sounds intriguing because if you're you're drinking and also jumping things on a horse, mm-hmm. there's a chance to, to piss your pants two ways there. Once out of fear, and the other out of out of sheer inebriation. There's no, yeah. there's no point. Yeah. Gotta gotta go. Um, and I've probably just sold fox hunting like way back 500 years in class. yeah there we go yeah so that's that's what we're here for is, back, but, you know. if i can if i can move a, a sport backwards uh <laughs> just in the in a few minutes uh i'm proud to do it let's let's move let's move to to our passion which is which is the the running in circles of horses uh we're just gonna talk golf stream god bless them for having a christmas eve card uh we're gonna be talking about their late pick five which starts race six Post time, 2.36 p.m. Eastern, 1.36 God's time, 11.36 specific time zone. Uh, <laughs> it kicks off with the stakes race, the H. Allen Jerkins. And plus, I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, Gulfstream. We got three surfaces here, dirt, turf, tapita. It's a real test of one's metal. Uh, what what did you think of the, uh, the, uh, the sequence that we picked out here? I do like this and this being on a Sunday. I love the H. Allen Jerkins series. I love turf um my home course for many years was Gulfstream um but of course we moved away a few years ago um so I'm not as familiar with it I don't play it as often uh, but used to cover the series in person so I like seeing that they stretched it out to two miles here we don't get many two mile races anymore it's exciting yeah I I think you can name the amount of like American thoroughbreds that could reliably go two miles on, mm-hmm. on one hand pretty much. And let's see, I might be, 
I might be into one of them here to to start off. Let's see here. It's going to be race six. We're talking the 16 furlongs. That's right. Two miles, $100,000. H. Allen Jerkins handicap stakes. And on the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a vigorous and competitive Jerkins. Oh, yes. Nothing like making an H.J. joke to start off the card. Uh, last year, this race came off the turf and was won by the Chad Brown entry on the rail here, Value Engineering. Uh, but he went on the Tapita going 13 furlongs instead of 16 furlongs. Uh, there's only one horse here that I believe will truly handle the distance, and it's the horse that's actually handled the distance before. What did you think of this race, uh, Carson? Did you did you uh, take very many of your horses into consideration, or did you think that there was one clear-cut winner here? Yeah, you know, initially I did. Uh, it's hard to overlook a uh, Mike Maker claim, especially with the... Um you know, the background of Chad Brown on turf <clears throat> and Seraphos keeps popping up, man. I feel like this horse, even, you know, wherever he goes, seems to be showing up. doesn't always get your money. I feel like he's live for a long show. If he stays at 15 to one, I might, I might include him just for fun. Okay. Um, I don't think there's a better conditioner than now that H. Allen Jerkins is in Saudi Arabia that uh, Mr. Motion is probably one of the top conditioners here. Um, but you are correct. The only one that has been this distance is going to be my pick here. I, I, I hate to say it, uh, but I, I think we're, we're completely uh, in lockstep on this mm -hmm. one uh, because I, I had to go just ice cold single. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, what can I say? Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. The green first out the gate on a long jerkins. I mean, that's that's the Christmas yeah. spirit. That's what it's all there, about. There we go. There we go. Uh, yeah, I'm single at the five, McLovin. Uh, the horse should be able to handle this distance as it just did that exact mm -hmm. thing over a yielding course going two miles. Uh, Value Engineering's won this race, but remember it was a cutback in distance uh, when it came mm -hmm. off on the Tapita, and it's the only horse I trust to handle it. And uh, last out, it proved that it had some versatility in the running style. When it won on the lead after stalking from the first call and then making the middle move to win uh, the race on the front almost the whole way, uh, especially when I know that the only other possible pace out there might be the 7 uh, mm -hmm. F5 for Brian Lynch. I, I got to I gotta think. I, I like having McLovin in my back pocket, knowing that this horse can just take charge and win over a tiring-ass two-mile course. So it was a stone-cold single for me. Totally agree. I don't know that we're going to see those odds on him then. Uh, they have value engineering as the lower odds. Yeah, value engineering they got at nine to five, and they've got McLovin at five to two. I have a feeling that you probably see those flip flop. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, hey, folks, something else we can agree about is. Uh, how fun it is to play underdog fantasy. That's right. Underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long, NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players, fantasy stats and cash in my favorite underdog pick for today's show is. Really oh, if anything, the Navy takes part in just lower. Just go lower. If it's a Navy basketball game, whatever is going on with Navy, just go lower. Uh, so watch the log, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up, 
with the promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 as Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And I've got to get just a little rehydration interlude in. A little juvenile, a little, a little juvenile, and a like a sip of water just gets me like fired up, ready to go again. It's really just you know that should be instead of like intermittent fasting, it should be like, well, have you tried a sip of water in juvenile? Mm-hmm. This could really? compete with five hour energy, all the all the top brands. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, moving on. Race seven, eight furlongs, fifty thousand dollar maiden optional claiming on the dirt. Uh, and this race seemed like a two horse race between the most inwardly and most outwardly drawn horses. Uh, I'm going to toss most inwardly drawn horse here and use a horse mm-hmm. making an equipment change instead. Uh, mm-hmm. w- what did you think of this race? Uh, were, were you, did you think it was as easy mm-hmm. as, as the one and seven? Did you also toss me either the one or the seven? Um, I didn't really look at those too much here. I don't, you know, the seven drew my eye with the times. Um, having had a couple starts over the surface, I tend to lean towards that over others. Um, just a few more starts than the three. Oh, actually, three's never started, but a couple more starts than the one here. Um, three's the true maiden. I really like Kathleen O'Connell. I love Vasquez. Interesting that he switched up off the four Shining Sky. I don't know the background on that. Um, that was an owner trainer decision. Um, but him hopping on the three here for KO and the West Coast baby. I think I might take the true maiden. Okay. So I what I ended up tossing the the horse that, that was, you know, pretty pretty well favored in the uh in the morning line was the mm-hmm. one Darling Darley. Uh, because this horse has never gone for the lead and it's never passed other horses in its efforts, even though the speed figures make it competitive. Like I think it just likes to run with its friends really fast, pretty much. And so I decided to to leave it to leave it out there. Uh, I'm using the four shining sky, and I'm adding this one just for the fact that Plesa is adding the blinkers. And there's actually an answer to the question of what's different today. What who's doing something actually different that's changing something up? Because all these other horses have only really showed me uh, that they can't win races. That's that's the only thing that I can glean from the from everyone that's that's race so i i respect you going with the new shooter there uh because every you know everyone seems to be beating their heads against the wall trying something over and over other than shining sky other than the new shooter mm-hmm. and then i'm going to use the seven uh gulf faxi at two to one uh speed typically kills in these maiden races and this is the speed here hopefully the irad mm-hmm. puts this one out in the front instead of uh getting cute and fucking around early uh as irad is want to do true um and this my toll baby i think everybody's hoping to see some big things from these my tollies um yeah shining sky i do love ed place junior um and then a hard spun baby's hard not to like um it's just interesting to see vasquez come off so we've got really two equipment changes here if you think about it um yeah. but i I'd go with the three in the floor. Darling, darling would make a good reindeer. Like you said, likes to run fast with his friends. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I like, Ooh, likes to be a good reindeer. Also, uh, I, I do like now I'm, I can never not think of a uh, jockey change as an equipment change. And I'm laughing <laughs> yeah. I, kind of hard about that. I want your take on this. I've often thought that uh, fighting a jockey is the closest that you can get 
to fighting a, a monkey without actually fighting an animal. Like if if you're going to like the jockeys are the monkeys of the 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 sports animal conversion world world. Does that make sense? I, Am I getting I canceled for that. this? That's a- it's a ton of upper arm strength, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah, and they're spindly and they're while they're while they're also like not that tall, they're also still kind of long. Like they got they're they're tiny with long arms. Yeah, yeah. I I maintain that that is re- got to be like fighting an ape. All right, moving on. Good time for a change of subject. Race 8, 5 furlongs, $10,000 claimer on the all weather. I love just a good old no frills claimer. No no crazy conditions or anything. Uh this race I thought was loaded with early speed and so I was really looking for a horse to come from off the pace. And if you've been listening to the show, you know that this is a spread race for me because I'm looking I'm I'm having like a like a epiphany portion of my life where I've decided that in these horizontal sequences, whenever I'm looking at off the pace, uh, it's the the how many salmon uh, conundrum I like to call it is how many salmon do I have to release upstream to actually close into this pace and win this leg? And I decided that uh, the answer to this was, was seven. Uh, I, I'm never going to single these horses coming from off the pace. I'm always going to try to spread out. Uh, do you, do you think kind of the same way with uh, putting your tickets together, uh, or or do you feel confident enough to single closer sometimes? No, I just don't think I could ever trust the front pace. The front end pace is very tough to trust here. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, that's just also me and my a little bit second guessing my own handicapping ability too. So, so if if you didn't trust the the front pace, uh, who mm-hmm. who who do you trust in this race? Who are you adding to your ticket? I like the two. I like. Um, I'm going to go with the rider here on the two. A little bit of back end speed, but not terribly. Um, lacking in the front and speed department, especially with an aggressive rider. Are we allowed to say that? Aggressive forward rider? <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we still talk about the aggre- the aggression of jockeys around here. You're allowed. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll allow it. We'll allow it. Um, really, outside of Daredevil, I don't recognize anything in his connections tile. <laughs> but, right. Um, you know, he's beaten the other, the flip flip my id or flip I'm, I'm assuming we're id ego super ego we're going with id is the pronunciation i'm with you yeah okay. all right um yeah i guess it would be between those two for me so i i threw every single horse that i thought could win from off the pace here okay and got I, it. And, and i did use the two alaturka mm-hmm. five to two look first off the claim after winning against similar last out and it has the ability to win from off the pace. And it's this if this one is coming back into form, I think it's pretty dangerous. Sure. Uh, and to be fair, it has a win in December on the Tapita at Gulfstream, to its credit. So it's not like it hasn't been in form in December before. Uh, I'm using the six blazingly at four to one. Uh, it earned the right to face tougher after beating a field of $8,000 claimers last out, coming from off the pace at the same distance as today's race. And then I use the seven Lexinator at eight to one. Uh, it has some back class because it won against Tougher uh, this summer, and it put up a smoking work last out that should be a bullet. I have no idea who was working out faster than this because this horse went thirty five and three uh, mm-hmm. for for a three furlong work, and it was like fourth fourth out of five that day. <laughs> I don't know. I what don't. The know. Hell, this what the hell was going on? Yeah, Fed Biz Baby. I don't know. I'm going to have to go back and see if we can find workout video. 
Cause that that's a that's a hot workout. Usually, I I like to fade horses coming in off of a bullet. Technically, this is, wasn't a bullet, but like, don't just find the workout videos for that horse. Find who else was working out that day that apparently fucking broke the space time continuum. You know, they got that thing up to eighty eight and took it back in time. This was Santa's reindeer out there. That right. group. That's what group. Right. They got they got fast enough to take flight to actually get some lift under that sleigh. And Lexinator's fun to say. Yeah. So quick question about photography. Who who is your who's your favorite horse that you've ever taken a picture of? Who's who's the most photogenic bastard out there? Gosh, um Casa Creed doesn't really take a bad picture. Um he's very uh aloof. He's he's all business. I mean, he's been doing it so long. This is his full-time job. You know, he's the CEO of turf racing, um, at least for America, of course. And he held his own in the breeders cup. So I don't think people can argue that much, but, uh, even on the backside when he's getting his bath, if he's just standing in his stall and you're just kind of watching him and appreciating him, he's, um, just, you know, I know they always say the look of Eagles and that seems very cliche to keep using, but he really does. He just seems sort of, above and beyond everybody and otherworldly i like i like that you're using casa creed because it makes me think mm -hmm. of a, a young latin male that makes you feel dangerous and safe all at the same time together you know like that will salsa dance with you and make you feel you we know. have casa creed and papa creed <laughs> yeah there we go um uh what's your so if casa creed is is mr july that in your in your your uh horse calendar in your mind then what is what's your favorite like action that for for a horse to be like performing whenever you take a photo of it like is is mr july getting a bath on the backside? is mr july like you know working out in the morning what, what's your favorite your favorite setting uh i really do like working on the backside. <clears throat> giggity um I think you get a little bit more, like the horse is a little more relaxed. They're not around a crowd of people. They're around their people that handle them every day. Um, they're in their own environment or as much of an environment as they're allowed to have when they're shipping track to track. Um, it's a little bit of their comfort zone and you can kind of get a little bit more insight into their day-to-day -day life and how they interact with the grooms and the exercise riders and of course the trainers as well. Yeah. You see where they sleep. You can get tasteful boudoir shots. Uh, also, like you get to see them when they're like, play, like a uh, glancing over the shoulder, playful kind of move, kind of one of the. Yes. Yeah. You know. Well, you know it, it, yeah, a little wink. That's not sound of me. Yeah, that's me blowing a weird little kiss. Uh, this is really this is a great example of why the show should never be a video as well. Ask me All right. Why I'm not allowed on Saratoga backside. <laughs> All right, uh, real quick, before we get to the rest of this pick five, got to get a word in from the Game Time app. Uh, Game Time, listen, Game Time's doing the Lord's work because it's the Christmas season. There's plenty of stress. And why should you be stressed about getting tickets for events? Listen, Trans-Siberian Orchestra might be coming to town and you might have a handful of mushrooms. It might be in for just the best night of your life, but you spaced on buying tickets. Well, you can find them on the Game Time app. That's right. It's not just sporting events. It could be comedy. It could be music. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. 
Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. The killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Listen, just browse through the app. Find what's going on around you. Find flash deals on last-minute tickets. Like you can give it, it, you can get images from your seats, which is good because I would just be like, oh, these seats are like two bucks. I'll take them. Turns out I'm sitting behind a steel-ass girder. Nope, don't have to do that with the Game Time app. So forget the planning months in advance. Get exclusive flash deals. And the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best prices. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Game Time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download this Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And as always, we were brought to you by the good nerds at Hall of Fame Bets who want you to win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea in the Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit, hit, uh, to, to speak the English language and get hit rates broken down by leg as, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And oh man, I'm not even going to give you the cover interlude. I'm just going to let you hear me furiously gulp down water after I try to rehydrate. I need a water like halfway through that shit. Micro, oh. micro minis is that that's that's what i yeah yeah good all right and we're back i did it that took care of it all right moving on the pin ultimate leg race nine six furlong <laughs> 62 and a half thousand dollar non-winners at two somethings i'm not a reader of conditions i'm not here to read your conditions for you uh but i am here to tell you it's an optional claim we're on the dirt uh, and it's another race where I thought maybe a little bit of a pace duel might show up. I'm taking two horses I think can run from off the pace, then uh, adding a stab at a horse who made the ultimate equipment change. Uh, dun dun dun. Carson, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what what did you think of this race? Did you see it heating up on the front end? I see a lot of bad juju in this race, and it's really giving me bad vibes. Um, so X Y point is really too close to X Y jet for me, and I'm still mad hot about that still too um, soon yeah too soon um super chow getting first time lasix here with the jose of the brothers uh is interesting uh, i think he has had better recent company he seems to be a bit of a drop in class here a bit <laughs> um and loco barrio it's so inconsistent though. Like when, then nothing, then three later, when, then nothing, three later, when. Um, and then back to your equipment change that caught my eye as it should. Yeah. I, so I was with you on Loco. I used, I, I used the bad juju horse, which probably mm-hmm. means my ticket, my ticket is cursed, but I did use XY point. Um, <laughs> this is a pace play of a horse that that should be stalking close to the early pace in this race. I mean, one last out, put up a big figure that won against easier competition, and it's good enough to win today versus tougher competition. Even if you get a regression in form, 
that from that previous figure, it was so huge that it could be fast enough to win. I'm about to cough so like oh Sorry, I picked I picked up something new called Space Force One, and it will obliterate you, is what it turns turns out. Um so I used also the six. This is the ultimate uh equipment change. Um it gets Paco, it's ticking at 12 to 1. It gets Paco Lopez up. And uh, I think my new favorite phrasing of this is it finds itself with a much more spacious ball sack uh, <laughs> after being gelded. And uh, then it was on the shelf since July. It comes back today with some really impressive works to its credit. And, uh, you know, some high strike rate trainer angles here at play for, for Place of Junior. So I, I was the three, the six, and the seven here. Okay. Oh man, coughing again. Hold on. Okay. And we're back. All right. There we go. Race 10, the final leg where where we hopefully make that kind of generational wealth that allows us to say things like this. Hey, hey, hey. On, don't man. rub on that. You blocked that. You understand? That's alpaca. That's $25,000 alpaca. You block that shit. Right. You don't rubble. Put the club soda on there. That's right. That put the club soda on my alpaca money. You block that shit. Uh, this is a tough race to end on. So I'm literally throwing any horse I think has a chance at this ticket. So I ended up four deep. Uh, did you think that this race was as wide open as I did? Were, were you as not confident in the slightest as I was? Yeah, and I was a little bit perplexed by the morning line odds we're getting here. Um, one, let's see, what is this? The uh, five, the four, the five, two, four, and five are all super low for, I mean, just considering it, it being wide open like this, I don't see how you're going to have anybody. I guess they're right. just going strictly with connections, getting those numbers. Um, right. Gulfstream also is a little bit difficult to play the serials because. If a jockey's having a hot day, nobody's going to get past him. You know, you have, I, I feel like we have more streaks at Gulfstream, jockey streaks, than than any other track. So here's what's what's interesting is I agree with you with the, how how can the odd two, four, and five, which by the way, all horses that I used, uh, how can those be that, be that low? But uh, the one, Gossiper, is the Bill Mott trained horse. Mm -hmm. it's 15 to one. So I, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, I, I mentioned, so I use those, those three horses, but I also use the one gossiper. Uh, I mean, I'll let it's first, first start. Mm -hmm. I, I don't care that it's a first or try next to the rail. Cause I mean, first timers tend to want to run on the lead and fast early and mm -hmm. there's no real speed in this race. So I guess my ultimate note is, so why not uh, for gossiper at 15 to one? Uh, mm -hmm. I use the two, the two just Marianne. This is one of my favorite things to bet in maiden races. A horse that didn't make the lead last out, packed it up and quit and lost by a wide margin. I love betting these types of horses back because they might be need the lead horses that didn't make it last time. And they get brave out on the front whenever they finally do make it out on the front. Typically, I like to get a little bit of an equipment change along with it. Not necessarily ultimate equipment change, so that's not also something that I frown on. Uh, but at least getting some like blinkers or something. Maybe a nice gate work. Uh, going into it. I don't necessarily get that with just Marianne. So I'm just kind of going on the, hopefully this horse needed the front hunch. Uh, the, the four Lorston five to two hopped the start last out, spotted the field 11 links and showed the ability to pass or at the very least pass tired horses, I guess. Um, and then the five steel loot 
I mean, it's dropping out of graded stakes company. I, if I leave the, I, I should, in the name of good ticket structure, throw this horse off the ticket, but I can't do it because the horse could win. I also can't single it. Yeah, it's tough. Overlook Chad on turf with I read here, dropping in class. Um, I never leave Shogout on turf. Uh, if I could get eight to one with Shimano, the Frenchman, and Shug here, yeah, great. You know, I. <laughs> You know what I love to call Shug's kid that, that also trains horses. It's I, I'm hoping I tell I tell everyone this because I hope that the nickname catches on is uh, Sweet and Low. <laughs> That's um, Claude. I don't even know. I I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't. He's still, still. He's he's just Sweet and Low to me. Yeah. yeah. Riley Mott is Baby Mott. Shug's kid is Sweet and Low. That's how that's how I see them. Um, and I guarantee, because for some reason, trainers have never looked ever what I expect them to look like. Like they, at, w- the, before I see them, like they always look complete. You, you, you get to, you're, you're around like the backside and stuff. You get to see, like, is there, is there anyone you could think of where like, whenever you saw them for the first time, you're like, that is not what I thought you would look like at all. Um, I think Kenny McPeak was probably a surprise. I don't think that I expected him to look like that. Um, not that there's anything wrong with how he looks. It's just like you imagine somebody, he's a little bit more old school style trainer. So you're thinking more of like a Euro style, um, Shook style person. Um, <laughs> yeah, but not, I was like, oh, okay. Cause he's like, like he's a he big legit dude. probably played division two football. I don't know. He's, yeah, because he's like a big dude, yeah. and he, he yeah. he's even got what I call the power bald. Like he's completely like bald, right? Yeah, yeah. So like he literally looks like a club bouncer. Like that's true. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you the one trainer though that looks uh, exactly how I imagined he would look. It's a uh, David Donk. Like David Donk. David Donk looks only like a David Donk could look. I've I've decided. Um, Make make whatever you want of that. All right, let's wrap up these tickets here. Uh, I can go ahead and tell you who I had on mine. Uh, I was singled in the first with the five. Uh, second leg, I went four seven. Third leg, uh, two six seven. Fourth leg, three six seven. And then I was four deep. One two four five. It was a thirty six dollar ticket at the fifty cent base. Uh, Carson, what did you? Get? What was your ticket? What did you have? This is a lot of math. Okay, um, I didn't write it on the paper. Um, yeah. You're not the first to, to to forget to document. It's cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I take the five here. If I'm going to reach and go a little bit deeper, I would love to see that eight come up here and shock everybody um, at 15 to one and, and get yeah, a good yeah. start to the pick five here. And then race seven, I went with the Shining Sky and Must Have Been Love, the three, four. And race, oh, that was race seven. Race eight, um, flip my id, Alaturka. And also included the um, Lexinator. Ah, yes. In nine, I was close to singling the five, but it's just when you go back and look at them all again, it's pretty difficult to to narrow down. Um, But I think if I had to be forced to pick a single, it would be the five in the opener, just like you. Um, Race nine, I'd go with five and seven. If I were going to reach a little bit here as well, I'd do the four. He seems to show up. He seems to also have um, 
I don't know, bridesmaid um, disorder. Always second place. Um, a hanger. A yeah. hanger. Yeah. A chandelier. I don't know. Uh, maybe he wants it really bad. It's Christmas. Everybody should be a winner. Yeah. Um, I'll give him a shot for a bigger ticket. Uh, and then in the last, I I got to include the one and the nine. Okay. And All the right. five, I think, if you would also want to single on the end here, the five's pretty, pretty solid choice to single with everything it has going for him. Yeah, yeah. If I were going to single in a maiden race, that would be that would be the one horse to do it with. Uh, so Carson, folks, Carson is probably to blame. Uh, if you're tired of all of my AI art, uh, that I that I put out there, she she is 100% my enabler uh, and sees uh like 100% of the AI art that I make. Um, do you have any apologies for the world? Uh, at this point. Uh, for for make giving me uh the courage to go out go forth i'm really only sorry that they haven't seen them all and speaking of calendars i think that you should do a calendar maybe even a daily i mean uh one picture a month is just not enough that's i i probably could i it, like if i were to go back through all of it i probably have enough material to make a daily desk calendar at this point yes. That's a really good idea. In fact, I yeah. don't even care how many it sells. Like I I'd be, if it's just one, it's me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I, meanwhile, like I'd be completely cool just living with like a, a hundred of a hundred boxes of them just sitting in my garage, you know, just like every year my kids get a two, a 2023 daily desk calendar in their, in their stocking. Uh, Every cheers, they'd be accurate, no? Right? How do we rotate? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't really know how how that works, but yeah, I think you're right. Sure. Uh, Carson, is there anything you want to shout out before we get out of here? Oh no, I don't think so. Mm -mm. Well, I want to <laughs> shout out you. Thanks for dropping by. Uh, it's a uh, fun fun getting to uh, to to meet people after I've I've talked to them for so long. So it's great great having you. Uh, to everyone out there who's listening, have a Merry Christmas. I, I'm going to try to get another show in this weekend for the, the Santa Nina Malibu Day Stakes uh, card. Uh, so hopefully I will I will talk to you at some point if I can sneak away from the family, either Christmas Eve or, or something. Uh, I could be a real dick and do it on Christmas Day. We'll see. All right. That's going to do it for us here at the Notorious TV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We will catch you next time. 